What's good with you folks? This is Ray Davis coming to you with the truth. This is I Need a Mic podcast where I will will be discussing mental health struggles I battle with just like you. Let's talk about it as a tagline I use is to say enough is enough. Give me my damn mic. I'm tired. The trauma I'm going through. Hey folks, how y'all doing? How y'all doing? I know it's been a long time. I know it's been a long time. And I will definitely explain that. But first and foremost, happy holidays. Happy holidays, y'all. Y'all really stay safe out there. Really stay safe out there. Um, I can only stress this any further enough. <clears throat> when y'all go outside, and you're going outside with a group of people, or it's you and one other person, y'all make sure y'all watch each other's backs. If y'all walking a certain amount of distance or walking within the grocery store or anywhere, every corner you turn or every aisle you go down, just make sure you turn around and just and just turn uh turn to your left or right over your shoulder. That's the only way of truly practicing. Only you can have your back better than anybody else. Um, just be safe. I mean, like I said, if you're out with a group of people, if you're out with one other person, y'all just make sure whatever y'all do, however far y'all walk in, whichever corner, whichever, whatever y'all do, y'all just watch our backs, please. So, today's episode is a very interesting one, and I will definitely get right up into it. The reason why I had, uh, is why it had took me so long to um, do this episode. <clears throat> First and foremost, thank you to everyone, and before I get started with this episode, I'll keep saying this. Um... <clears throat> Thank you to anyone and everyone who had listened to my 19 episodes (laughs) or who had listened to my latest episodes, The Holidays. Uh, Thank you. Thank you so much. I can, I wish I could thank everybody individually, but this is a way of me doing it. So you, yeah, you. Yeah, you. Driving. Yeah, you sitting down. Yeah, you at your laptop. Yeah, you at your desk. Yeah, you chilling on your couch and just listening. Thank you so much. I really do appreciate it. I really do appreciate it. So, the reason why it took me so long to come out with this episode. It's our 20th episode, y'all. Our 20th episode. Man, so it's why it took me so long to come out this episode. I like anybody else and everybody else in the world. I've been struggling mentally, emotionally, financially, spiritually, physically. I just been struggling. Um, I had writer's block for a while. For a while, 
and I was self I was self medicating to to not listen to my emotions and I was like I'm tired of being sad but I'm sad I'm tired of being mad but I'm angry as hell and I'm just like Ray let's literally get through this let's for real let's sit down and be humble let's sit down and get humble let's sit down and maintain humble let's sit down and grasp humble let's just start talking let's start shouting let's start walking just be humble but first and foremost let's get through all of the shit that nobody else knows about let's get through our grief let's 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 allow ourselves to not care what other people is saying and let's just listen to ourselves only only i know the size of my shoes so Ray, let's stand up and let's start walking back in our great steps because i don't know how i don't know how walking to our great steps stopped I don't know why it's I do know why it stopped. I don't know how it stopped. But damn it, Ray. You're letting things distract you from the things you are already doing. Stop that. It's just time to stop it. I <laughs> I love everybody. I got mad love for everybody. I do. But Sometimes my own circle is a distraction from things that I haven't yet even feel successful to even acknowledge. Like I don't I don't feel confident. I don't feel like I done enough. I don't I don't feel like I'm good. I don't feel like alright, I'm cool. I don't feel like ah oh, no, I'm okay. I'm just like, eh, I'm Ray. And that has been my excuse for the last few months. It's just saying, eh, I'm Ray. But I know you will probably ask me, Ray, why is that? Like, Ray, for real, no. I want to literally know what the fuck is going on grief grief I've I've said on this podcast that grief doesn't have an expiration date so when you need to go through it go through it nobody can tell you to get over it or to get through it or you're okay you're good you're great you're wonderful you're amazing you're awesome with yourself so Ray let's go back and look in our mirror let's start on a whole new checklist 
of the things we know is best for us to work on. So I had to go back and look at the mirror again. And I just, I keep on, I keep on turning off the light. I, 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 I keep on wanting to run away. I keep on wanting to walk away. And then I finally looked in the mirror. And I said, physically, I'm feeling, I'm, I'm starting to feel better. Spiritually, I could sharpen it back up. Financially, I just need to stop worrying about it. Mentally, I'm proud of myself. Emotionally, I want to just I want to just punch a punch him back until I can't punch no more. That's my emotions is they're here. I know they are. I'm just tired of them too. But I know my emotions are here. So, <laughs> this is me. Just laying it out. <laughs> Sorry. This is me. Finally saying. My heart is tired. My heart is fed up. My heart is angry. My heart is sad. My heart is upset. That is how my heart is feeling. And I don't know what to do no more. I don't know what to say no more. I don't I don't know what to write no more. I don't know who I want to really talk to anymore. I'm just here. I'm just here. So, today's episode <laughs> is dedicated to myself and my voice. I'm just tired of not being valued, not being appreciated, not being supported, not actually feeling the straight up love. I know it's there, 
that I know people have been giving it to me. But the people who have it, you have no idea how much more you kicked me on the ground. So, I'm just here. So, the tongue. The tongue is a powerful tool when you use it or when you know how to use it, right? So, like every episode, I have a poem. Give me one moment, y'all. I gotta blow my nose. (laughs) Put this right here. Give me one moment. I really do gotta blow my nose. tongue is a powerful tool when you use it I'm not for sure where or where or who told me that but now I'm a I am a believer in understanding why it is your voice carries a huge amount of strength and that strength can either make nothing into something or break up a personal impactive relationship or friendship in this episode I will try my best to talk about the times I said something and or someone said something to me well as how I came up with various different responses in certain conversations first and foremost I would like to apologize I would like to apologize to anyone and everyone who I had deeply deeply harmed by saying something that I I know I can't I can't no longer take back <laughs> I know for a fact I can't longer take it back if we could take anything back that is the big exclamation point in question mark right if we could take anything back what would it be only you know the answer to that question If I had hurt your feelings in any way, in any, anybody's feelings in any way, 
by saying something I can no longer take back. I would like to deeply apologize from the bottom of my heart. So, let me get to the poem before I get into story time. <laughs> let me get to the poem. Um, so, I wrote this poem. It's a new, it's a new piece. I haven't recited at the open mic. So this will be your first time listening to this piece. And I just wrote it. So I wrote this piece during a suicide awareness month. And um, once again, this is when I was really <clears throat> going through my, my grieving emotions. And I'm just like, this is just the starter of me getting past my writer's block. I just wrote a poem called, When I Get a Chance. And it's pretty, it's, it's pretty upfront. So let me uh, go ahead and get into it. When you get a chance to check up on someone, do it. When you get a chance to love someone, do it. When you get a chance to let someone know you love them, do it. When you get a chance to hug someone, do it. When you get a chance to appreciate someone, do it. When you get a chance to laugh, do it. When you get a chance to make memories with someone, do it. When you get a chance to talk to someone, do it. When you get a chance to call someone, do it. When you get a chance to text someone, do it. When you get a chance to message someone, do it. When you get a chance to video chat with someone, do it. When you get a chance to be honest with someone, do it. When you get a chance to be faithful to someone, do it. When you get a chance, when you get a chance to apologize to someone, do it when you whenever you're given a chance to be present in someone's life don't lose sight of it don't lose sight of it
So I hope y'all like that. That was when I get a chance. <laughs> so why I wrote when I get a chance. I this was one of the times, like I said, I wrote it during suicide awareness month. And in a way of me truly acknowledging the things that I had did, the things that I had said, that I can no longer go back in the hands of time and change or take back. I started to just myself admit my own wrongdoings from my past. And this, of course, has nothing to do with my relationship past. Uh, has nothing to do with my romantic relationship past. This is my personal, my personal relationships with people who I fell off with. And yes, when I get a chance, it's dedicated to my sister, but it's also dedicated to everybody else. That's why I wrote it the way I did, because I'm not only talking to myself and the things I can't take back or change I'm talking to you whenever you get a chance to do something just for the hell of it just just because if you got it do it meaning if you got the funds to give someone flowers do it if you got the funds to give someone an appreciative card, do it. Little things like just because tend to go a long way with some people. I know I used to have done it when I was a kid. I would literally go to the store and just go to like the Hallmark store and buy Mama Juju. I'm pretty sure she could testify to this. I'm <laughs> pretty sure. I can only hope. I gotta ask her this question when I see her on the holidays. Um, I want to know if she remember all the cards I used to just randomly just buy and just bring home to her. So... Did you know? Did you know you have a vocal identity? So the meaning, <laughs> I did. <laughs> so <laughs> the meaning of vocal identity uh, is an individual's voice is often a very dis distinguishing characteristic. We often, not always, I swear that not always is completely false. <laughs> we often, not always, are able to make accurate assumptions about an individual solely by hearing their voice including 
age, mood, personality, gender, ethnicity, and so on. So when you speak to someone, when you speak to someone, do they express how they didn't expect your voice to be what it is? <laughs> you been there before? <laughs> yeah, I've been there before. People thought my voice wasn't what it was. Um, to this day, people still think I have an accent. And it's like, I don't hear it. But every now and then I hear it. I was... Um, Bring, uh, uh, I'm not for sure if you have listened to the first episode, but I was raised around the South. Born and raised out of California, but I was raised around the South. So, Mama Juju and Big Man are from the South. Mama Juju uh, really put in so many words, and this is just a metaphor. She didn't do it. She didn't do it. She didn't do it. She didn't do it, but it's just a metaphor. She really put her foot in our ass. And um one thing's that one thing that she used to say, and her voice will always be in my heart. It say yes ma'am, no ma'am, say yes sir, no sir. If you don't, you get the taste smack out of your mouth. That's the upbringing that I was raised around. So, um, if you're in, if you have had various conversations conversations with me, and I say yes, ma'am or no, ma'am, even to little kids, I say yes, ma'am, no, ma'am to them too, or I say yes, sir, no, sir to them as well. I was just raised like that, you know. That's just my upbringing. I get it. I get. I get not everybody want me to address them as that. Cause a lot of people's like, well, it makes me feel old. It's I get it. When it's when it's said back to me, I feel it too. <laughs> Ain't gonna lie, I feel it too. So uh so people people don't expect your voice to be what it is. So for example, my outside appearance doesn't match my voice if you are friends with me on instagram tiktok um then you will see various videos of my physical appearance my voice doesn't fit my physical appearance according to some people but mine over matter so in various conversations, I was told my voice sounds like a woman mixed with a teenager. Mind over matter. My response to the nonsense of others is knowing how to speak up for myself. So when I come across anyone who says something that, uh, like, uh, say something like, uh, as a, like, I would say something like as a joke. You know, and of course, I would say I would, I would, I would simply say, yeah. You know, this is what a grown woman sounds like. 
like I don't know what you're used to sound I don't know what you're used to hearing but I know everybody's voice is different so many times I have and still in practicing my reapplies to people when they tend to show how and who they are I don't step outside with it with intent to have harsh conversational goals with people I don't tend to step outside with any type of goal other than who can I talk about mental health with I try my best and hope for any positive conversational goal that's just simply how I walk outside my house I don't know what's going to happen. All I know is something's going to work out. It's going to happen. So I just practice on how I'm going to present myself. So one of the things that I just work on is... uh, time was almost up so I was like oh no let me pause right here (laughs) so um so back to what I was saying I try my best and hope for any positive conversational goal that's just how I walk outside my house you know so in case in case you're asking yourself or someone next to you have Ray dealt with conversations about her sexuality? Yes, I have had and still is. So, the late great Miles Davis, we're not related. <laughs> so, the late great Miles Davis once said, Knowledge is freedom, and ignorance is slavery. So, you want to know about my sexuality? Read up on it. Now, um, what were the things that I had respond, or how did I, how did I came about practicing my reapplies to people? who asked those various conversations about my sexuality. And this is, <laughs> um, this is completely off on, off top of my, my mind. This is the rest of this conversation episode, the rest of this episode would be freestyle. So I dealt with various different conversations before about my sexuality. So many of those conversations happened when I was very young. Teenager, young adulthood, uh, mid, young adulthood, and now. I were always, I was always open and honest because what is the purpose? What is the need to lie? 
what is the need to tell Fib? I've done that so many times before. Why bother when I'm very passionate about who I am and who I love? So I'm a very passionate person, if you haven't already known. I love, I love love, but I love myself harder. And um, being honest with people is always, or being straightforward, like there's no need to, there's no need to receive. When in fact, no, 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 I'm sorry. A tangled web we weave when in fact we choose to deceive. There's no need for that. There's no need to, there's no need to be tangled in a tangled web. Because I have no desire to deceive. So I... One, um, I'ma just uh, get through. I'ma just explain two two conversations. Both conversations were very different. Um, one conversation was when I was eighteen, nineteen, and um, I used to. If if you were up here in the East Bay. And um, you live between Oakland and Berkeley. If you know of Berkeley, then um, if you know Berkeley, then I can only hope you know the downtown area. Uh, there was, uh, there was, or is a fast food. It's basically a fast food dining place called Mills, or it was called Mills. Then they changed it to Finn or Finns, F-I-N-S. I don't know why, but everybody knows it as Mills Diner. So one particular day, I was in Mills Diner, and I was uh, eating food or eating lunch with someone who worked there, who I was really close with, and uh, they had knew someone who was working in the bar station. And he would always come through at Mills Diner as well and chill out, hang out, you know, just have a good conversation, talk about the world, the kids, everything, and just really encourage, really try to, really try to encourage the youth to really do, like he was a positive influence, right? And so, um, it was me, him, and an uh, employee who was working in Mel's Diner. And uh, it was just us. And he asked me, you're, 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 you're what? You know, like I, I wanted, he was, he wanted to know me. And it, as I look back at it now, it could have been, it could have been him being nosy. But it, it's now it's like I would question, why was it he asked me that question? So he wanted to know um, I was gay, right? I was like, yes, I am happily. Okay. How do women 
fall in love. Not fall in love. How do women make love? Um, at the time he asked me this question, I was unexperienced. And so I've told him from what I have researched. And I didn't tell him all in details because once again, I was unexperienced. But I told him what I had researched. I didn't tell him what I researched. I just told him what I had looked up. I didn't tell him I was looking at porn, but I just told him I read some things on the internet or not even, I didn't think I said that. I just told him. <laughs> I just told him. Um, <laughs> there's ways. <laughs> I mean, I'm gonna be, if I'm gonna be honest, be honest, right? So I just told him there's ways of women pleasing their partners. I didn't know the actions of this until I had my first experience. And I was like, yeah, I was right on when I said that. <laughs> so um, I was very calm, cool, calm, collected. I was very excited to tell him something that he wanted to really know. I didn't tell him in explicit details, but I just told him. <laughs> so I was, um, I was just remembering how I back then started to practice respective response to people asking me questions about my sexuality. That was something that Mama Juju was always very fear. You know, she was very fearful of me going through um, just a you know, the regular homophobic crew. Like people walking down the street and they hate you because of who you, of the same gender you want to love or who you want to love or just people just be, I don't be knowing why people don't like gay people. It's, I, I, I don't want to speculate. I don't want to assume, excuse me. I don't want to, do none of that whoever you love is your business it's nobody else's but yours and the person who you're with um so i was just like very understanding to him asking this question and i was very passionate to answer his question honestly i can't even say that damn it right you really did so <laughs> When I say I just told him, what I mean by I told him things that was, when he asked the question, I just told him what was on top of my mind, which was really common sense, just to understand that how you going to please your partner, that's something between you and your partner to sit, to, to talk about or to get situated. That's between you and your partner, period, right? 
Like, only y'all know what's going on in the bedroom. Nobody else don't need to know, right? So, when someone's asking you alone and just you individually, you don't have to explain. You don't have to give them explicit details. You can just tell them, "Hey, there's just ways." So, I was being honest with. I was just. I was being honest when I told him there's just ways of women pleasing their partner. I wasn't honest with myself back then to tell him the truth that I was unexperienced. So, but I told him what I told him. (laughs) So that was a good conversation that I can look back at. And I can always appreciate my voice in knowing that I gave off positive responses. Meaning as in like, I wasn't angry that he asked me. I didn't have an attitude when he asked me. I didn't say, I didn't say since you're grown, you can go, you can look up on porn, right? I didn't say nothing like that. I was grown too, but porn or, you know, porn wasn't something that, this porn wasn't something that I was raised around. I'd seen it a few times growing up but I wasn't I wasn't raised around it like in front of my face 24-7 either I snuck around and looked at some things or saw some things a little things like that it wasn't it was it never something that someone had put upon me it was me sneaking around being a little kid being a nosy kid and I shouldn't have had been a nosy kid and I seen some things <laughs> so um so I was very appreciative of myself not appreciative of myself I was very glad that, that is being right come on I've been very appreciative of myself for knowing how to respond to those type of questions especially with various people who want to ask me when nobody else is in the room but one other person I get everybody asked their friends those type of questions when when we're not in the room or when I'm not in the room. And I'm pretty sure people's like, well, I, I just want to know. Okay, then like then like I said on your lesson for today, go watch some porn. You might learn a thing or two. <laughs> so now it's just freedom, ignorance, and slavery. <laughs> so, um, <laughs> so... I was appreciative of him asking that question, and I was more appreciative of myself answering the, the question however I answered it. I, I wasn't angry. I wasn't upset. I didn't have an attitude. I didn't talk back. or Of course, I, I didn't talk back, but I didn't wear my... Who I was back then is not who I am today. And so, I was a different person back then. Um, and then the second, uh, the second interaction about my sexuality, that was the total opposite of the first conversation. Um, I told, I believe, I forgot which episode it is. <laughs> I I know I said that it may be a few or a couple. Episode, a couple of few episodes on here. Um, 
I I was living in a room for rent and one of the room for rents and it was with a, a black family um, I dealt with a lot of harsh homophobia um, within the household and it of course involved my name and my appearance and who I see myself as and who I know myself as. So one of those one of those um individual people had said to me in various conversations so many conversations since you look like a man you might as well get a sex change since you look like one might as well go ahead and get a sex change since you're over here telling people to call you Ray and people automatically think Ray is a male name might as well go ahead and get a sex change that was the bullshit that was told to me. And it was not only what I told people to call me, because I was starting to be comfortable with knowing, with knowing, with I was starting to be comfortable with people knowing my nickname. My childhood nickname is Ray Ray. But my nickname is Ray. And so I was getting to be comfortable around people to tell them my nickname is Ray. And it's like, short for Rachel, if you can't fucking remember fucking Rachel, I mean, I don't get it. <laughs> so, um, I do and I don't. So, I just like, you can call me Ray. Just call me Ray because Rachel seems like it's too hard for you to remember. Call me Ray. I'm fine with you calling me Ray. In various times, I would introduce myself as Ray to some people. And then there's, of course, the elders. And I tell them respectfully to call me Rachel because I will answer to Rachel when it's them. To some other people too. People who, people who know me, my close circle, you know, my, my, my family, um, you know, my, you know, uh, my biological family, my God family, my family. Some of them know me Ray, that's Ray. Some of them call me Ray. Some of them call me Ray Ray. Some of them call me Rachel. Um, and so my name is something different, but who I am as a gay black. Let me say that again. <clears throat> As a gay, black, educated woman. Say it again for somebody in the all back, in, in the far back, who ain't who ain't trying to listen. I know you're tuning me out. A gay, black, educated woman. I was just like, no. I I. I'm okay with introducing myself as Rachel 
or I'm okay with interest myself as Ray. In various times, I had to change up my name with certain people or on certain things like on Facebook, particularly just on Facebook. So I have a Facebook personal page and it's personal. So don't ask me for it because <laughs> I ain't on it like that for a lot of friends and family members. I'm on there for, for, for mostly family and God family and people who I grew up with. Um, that's about it. Other than that, I don't be on there. I don't be on there to, to really socialize. I be on Instagram on, I need a mic on Instagram I be on TikTok on I need a mic on TikTok, y'all. And I just um, keep it. I keep my, I like to really keep my, keep my communicative conversations um, just within those two profiles. On my personal profiles, they're just my personal profiles. Like, I'm not going to lie to y'all, not on there like that. I'm on I need a mic because that's that's what I'm about right now. So um I lost my train of thought for a moment. Give me a moment. <laughs> so I I tend to use my name for various different situations. And sometimes those situations within those situations I like to test out to see of who view me as a gay black woman, a gay black educated woman, or who view me as a black educated woman. That interactions, those interactions are very different, y'all very different when I introduce myself as a gay black educated woman than when I introduce myself as a black educated woman it's different conversations it's different responses it's different interactions it's different different everything people really do show what's up and it's like people vocal identity get exposed and then it's like more of their personality get ex- exposed. And it's like, okay, then also then the last is their intelligence gets exposed. And I'm like, why has it, why has it happened to me? And so many times I can only imagine someone saying, why not? Um. So I would, when I was living in one of the rooms for rent, and I was receiving very harsh homophobia, I was upset. I I am still upset at some point. That's part of my forgiveness is to forgive those people who who teased or not teased who made fun of my name my appearance me cutting my hair 
we dressing dressing up like it's part of my forgiveness and I'm working on it I know it sounds like Ray you ain't really working on it I'm not because what's the upsetting part of it is more um it came from black people it came from my own community my own freaking community not even the gay community I mean the black community it came from the black community like people within the black community like however they're in it they're in it it's like I'm black you black we're part of a community and so I um from that point on I just started to say I'm gonna practice how I respond to people and hope that people will hear my voice cherish my voice acknowledge my voice love my voice support my voice and knowing that I do not have to tell you things if I do not want you to but out of the passion and the love for myself I will be okay with something until a certain extent until a certain extent then it's like okay bruh or okay ma'am um who are you <laughs> someone who I won't even remember after this interaction <laughs> so um I just um I'm appreciative of how I practice on my vocal identity. I try my best to do more. I try my best to sharpen up more. If you have uh, pay attention to the few episodes or a couple episodes, the last episode, if you have listened to them, I said that I'm cutting back on my profanity in the podcast and I feel like I've been doing it I know sometimes I'll joke around and you know a side conversation or if I'll have like a if I have like some some um, like a example conversations or jokes I'm just like I'm being honest with how I feel so since I'm being honest with how I feel let me let y'all know I have a mouth of a sailor and I'm not proud of it. I'm not happy about it. I don't care for it to be honest with you, but I love the freedom. Just love the freedom. Mm. Can I switch it up on it? Of course I can. I know I can, but you won't be receiving the real Rachel you won't I'm gonna be honest with you you won't so take me as I am or don't accept me at all the choice is yours not mine I know who I am I know who I am when I look at my mirror I know what I'm working on when I look at my mirror I know what it's best for me to work on when I'm looking at my mirror so it's up to you to 
accept what you're receiving. You don't need to change what you're receiving. Please don't try to change me because it's not going to happen. Like, help me educate myself more. Like, help me with me. Okay, yes. But don't be trying to mold me into being a person that you want me to be. Because you're telling me you don't even accept me if you try to do that. So my voice, my vocal identity, my voice, my power. This is my voice and my honesty, my truthful nature, my pure, just my pure, just just me just being pure. It's my power. So, it's getting late. <laughs> it's getting late, and I like to go ahead and get ready to close this out. I'm just, uh, just, it, this episode took a lot out of me. I really wanted to relax, not relax, but I wanted to get some rest too before I put this episode out because I knew it was gonna like all the episodes so every episode I put out every episode I write about I said this I believe I said this if I haven't then listen please so much of me writing these episodes is part of my healing so let me write let me recite and let me express so (laughs) (sighs) go ahead and give y'all this closeout quote don't know who said this but whoever did thank you Don't let the noise of others' opinions drown out your own inner voice. Say it again for somebody in the back before time time runs out again. Don't let the noise of others' opinions drown out your own inner voice. So now you have heard me speak some truth. This is my way of passing the mic to you. I hope my courage, will, and drive motivate you. Y'all take care. Stay safe. And I cannot stress stress, stretch this any further enough. Y'all kiss y'all kids every day. Bye, y'all.